0: hardly thought I had room for it, but I tried it anyhow. The result was surprising. I believed I had thrown up my immortal soul. Now, as I am giving my experience only for the benefit of those who are troubled with the distemper I am writing about, I feel that they will see the propriety of my cautioning them against following such portions as it proved inefficient with me, and, acting upon this conviction, I warned them against warm salt water. It may be a good enough remedy but I think it is too severe. If I had another cold in the head, and there were no course left me but to take either an earthquake or a quart of warm salt water, I would take my chances with the earthquake. After the storm which had been raging in my stomach had subsided, and no more good Samaritans happened along, I went on borrowing handkerchiefs again and blowing them to atoms as had been my custom in the early stages of my cold.' Until I came across a lady who had just arrived from over the plains and who said she had lived in a part of the country where doctors were scarce and had from necessity acquired considerable skill in the treatment of simple family complaints, I knew she must have had experience for she appeared to be a hundred and fifty years old. She mixed a decoction composed of molasses, aquafortis, turpentine, and various other drugs and instructed me to take a wine-glass full of it every fifteen minutes. I never took but one dose. That was enough. It robbed me of all moral principle, and awoke every unworthy impulse in my nature. Under its malign influence my brain conceived miracles of meanness, but my hands were too feeble to execute them. At that time, had it not been that my strength was surrendered to a succession of assaults from infallible remedies for my cold, I am satisfied that I would have tried to rob the graveyard.' Like most other people, I often feel mean, and act accordingly. But until I took that medicine, I had never reveled in such supernatural depravity, and felt proud of it. At the end of two days I was ready to go doctrine again. I took a few more unfailing remedies, and finally drove my cold from my head to my lungs. I got to coughing incessantly, and my voice fell below zero. I conversed in a thundering bass two octaves below my natural tone. I could only compass my regular nightly repose by coughing myself down to the state of utter exhaustion. And then the moment I began to talk in my sleep my discordant voice woke me up again. My case grew more and more serious every day. The plain gin was recommended. I took it. The gin and molasses. I took that also. The gin and onions. I added the onions and took all three. I detected no particular result, however, except that I had acquired the breath of a buzzer.